podcast where we discuss the movie Tombstone minute by minute. I'm your Very co-host, briefly. Rob. Very briefly. Real quick. Real quick. Uh, I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined by my good friend, Joe. Hi, Joe. Good evening, Rob. You here? Yeah? Yep, yeah. I'm here. Uh, we're on minute 106. 106. In this minute, Johnny Ringo sets his trap for the Earps. I'm going to use that loosely. It's not <laughs> we'll, we can discuss this trap and tell them on. exactly where I am and when. <laughs> uh yeah, exactly. So we start out with Ringo, he's pacing back and forth. I want to re- reiterate, it's a beautiful shot. I love the shot. This is one of my favorite shots in the movie. Um and uh we got old Ike. Old Ike comes over and and Ringo tells him that, you know, after after I'm done with Wyatt, finish off Creek Johnson and Texas Jack. Um, <laughs> what a and then <laughs> he's like one of those then, owners that hires Norv Turner, expecting it to be different this time. <laughs> <laughs> How many times does Ike have to fail before they stop giving him really, really important jobs? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Not know only why does he's he involved. fail, but he like literally cries afterwards. Well. I thought maybe, like, I thought early on, like, maybe Billy Clanton was a real rising star inside the whole cowboy universe. And they're like, we just got to hang out. We just got to keep Ike around, though. Billy will get mad if we don't keep Ike around. But Billy's dead. So I don't know why you're wasting your time with Ike still. I'm I'm baffled by it. Um, And then he's like, burn him, Ike. Burn them all. Um, So some questions about this, Joe. All right. There are so many cowboys, right? I mean, we see at the beginning of the movie there's so many cowboys. Um, you know, there never really seems to be a shortage of them. How are they unable to take care of four people? <laughs> I don't know, man. One I... who is dying of tuberculosis. <laughs> Which makes me wonder even more, Joe, who's a better leader? Curly Bill or Johnny Ringo? Because Curly Bill failed. Yeah, Curly Bill failed. I don't know. They they both fail. They both suck. I don't know. Like, at least Curly Bill would occasionally like try to stay out of trouble with them. The problem with that, like the the fatal flaw, is that Curly Bill sent Ike to kill the other Earps dumb yeah why doesn't he just send johnny ringo to go do it well this is what i don't understand they know where they know where they are right they 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 know where they are there's a ton of cowboys i know last time they tried doing an ambush um you know we had the scene in the river and why it cleaned up but like for the most part they had them they had them dead to rights at that point um it seems like the arrogance of these guys is the problem right because when Curly Bill has him in the river, he tells him no, and he goes, you know, I'm going to go get some or whatever, and he goes in there and tries to do it himself and dies. And even here, once again, Johnny Ringo, you don't have to play by any rules. You're a criminal. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's not like you owe the Earps any sort of, like, moral code of how to do things in the Old West. They've been dirty, too. Yeah, it's... But then it wouldn't, it wouldn't be much of a movie if you didn't make it a battle of individuals like this. That's true. Um, and then I just want to also point out that during this little conversation of Ike, it, it sounds like 
uh, it's storming. Which... <laughs> yeah, that's yes, the tell. Yeah, means. And I also our, our our good friend Meeks would also note that his mouth is hanging open when he's not talking. Johnny Ringo or yeah. Ike? Jay, Johnny Ringo. That's Meeks's big take is Johnny Ringo's a mouth breather. Yeah, <laughs> and it can, it's very apparent in this minute. Maybe he just has a sinus infection. <laughs> sinus issues. Yeah. Um, so Ike doesn't even think they're going to show. He's like, they're not even going to show. Um, Ike's not right. Uh, so then we go back to Henry Hooker's ranch. And we sort of have the beginning of this uh, pretty important uh dialogue sequence between Wyatt and Doc. Um, and Wyatt sort of talks about how he spent his whole life trying to figure out what he wants. And now he knows and who. Um, so, yeah. I'm, you know, we're talking about Josephine here, right? To be clear. <laughs> or Doc. Yeah, one of the two. Um, this is like... This is... I mean, I... It's not worth harping on over and over again, but like this whole relationship is so meaningless as it's portrayed in the movie, and now suddenly, um, you know, Wyatt has figured out the meaning of his life. Which here's my argument: was that really a question up until this point with his character in the movie? Like, I lots of issues about why, but one thing we sort of knew is he we knew what he wanted, right? Not, re- I mean, not really because. The, the the reason that they're there is because he's trying something new. Yeah, but like lots of while he's trying that movie where he 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 asks like at that unfortunate picnic scene, she asks like what he wants, and he's like kids, a wife, I guess, all that stuff. I don't know. He doesn't sound very sure of it. Uh, but for he d- we do know from early in the movie that he wants to settle down with his brothers. That's always been his dream. And they're going to make some money, and he's not going to do, you know, he's not going to get involved with the law enforcement. And they're just going to make money and live and hang out with his brothers. And that's sort yeah, of what he, he wants is. to do. Um, and then, I, I mean, I guess that's <laughs> didn't go super well for him. Definitely not. And then he asks Wyatt, um, or Wyatt asks Doc, what makes a man like Ringo? Doc. Now this minute cuts off before we can answer. So what I'm yeah, curious. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that tomorrow because there's some good stuff in that exchange. But, but I'm curious, though, so we haven't seen that minute yet, Joe. What do you, what does make a man like Ringo to you? What do you think, Joe? Um, if I ask you that question, what makes a man at a young age? <laughs> That's why he's got to open his mouth all the time. <laughs> his eyes are so vacant. Uh, I think. Johnny Ringo was just born in the wrong era. I think you give him that hairstyle, you give him that look, you put him in like California in the sixties. <laughs> he's just. Like I think some he's a happy guy. Pretty boy. Yeah. I think he's happy. I think he's happier in California. He's more guitars and bongos and stuff that he loves to do. I think he belongs on like Wall Street. Like he should be working for Belf or what's his name from Wolf Belfort, Jordan Belfort, Jordan Belfort. Uh, yeah, Jordan Belfort. Yeah, I feel like like Ringo would be working for him if he was Dude, born, you know, a hundred years later. That said, we don't really see Ringo over. Okay, 
he overindulges with alcohol that one time when he tries yeah. to be like Doc. But he's a we don't really see him, you know, uh whoring with the ladies or <laughs> whoring? Whoring, you know? Right. <laughs> it's not like yeah. I guess like we don't really know jeez. <laughs> we don't really know what his interests are. Horan. Horan. I'm whoring over here. <laughs> Pull it, boy! <laughs> but yeah, he doesn't, like, he doesn't, you know, he seemed to know theater. He's, 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 um, he's a pretty an intelligent, man. an educated yeah. man. He knows Latin. Do you think, do you think when he's not with the Cowboys, he's just, like, reading books? Uh, yeah, I could see that. Um journaling <laughs> he's updating his tumblr page <laughs> yeah i don't know i just think he's yeah he's a sociopath that's well i don't know like i i, I kind of think um i i think doc nails it next minute so i, I can't really okay top anything with what, what he says one more thing in this minute why it mentions about kind of figuring out what he wants um, if he had his druthers and he didn't have to deal with Johnny Ringo, which it's questionable if he really does, what would he do? Like, would he Josephine. would he have just left with Josephine at that point, you think? Yeah. But she doesn't invite him. Like, she just heads off. Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, I think yeah, not- she knows that he's not going to, you know. Like, she she knows he's in the middle of something. Like I, I, yeah, I, I think that she, she's aware of what the situation is. She's like, I'm getting out of here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave for the weekend. Have him figure it out. His, he can have his little boys weekend, and then he it's him and I time. going to the B and B. She's on her way up to Door County. Why it's gonna be yeah. here later? <laughs> he gets one crazy weekend in the Dells, and then they gotta go to Door County with this girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh do you have anything else on this minute i know you're trying to save some bullets for the for the next minute where like the actual answer to I, what I, makes to be honest pretty anxious to stop talking about the movie because i've got uh, a minute related question for you oh yeah okay. i have a minute loosely minute related question so it seems okay. like why it's really what's going on here is he's going through a midlife crisis hmm. and yeah we are he just bought that nice horse <laughs> The two of us are like, uh, sadly, well, whatever, who cares? Uh, we're five to ten years shy, probably, of our midlife crisis. When does um, that usually happen? Yeah. I think around like around the time you're either at the hill or over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, we got five to ten years till then. What do you think your midlife crisis is going to be? Oh, for me, yeah. Oh man, probably a lot of virtual reality. <laughs> <laughs> like sort of looking out in the future like if someone looked at you in the midst of your crisis it would just be you sitting on the couch wearing a, yeah. a standing, vr headset standing on the standing standing and your yeah, arms my... just sort of vaguely doing things yeah my son's gonna be like oh man dad what is your dad doing uh he's, he's learning how to surf know. he's learning how yeah, to surf he's... 
he's driving a motorcycle on the VR thing because he's too much of a wuss to actually get yeah, a motorcycle. My, my mom it. won't let him get a Harley, so he <laughs> he bought the app on this virtual reality console. I really think that's what's going to be. I'll just try this. So it's going to be you and a VR thing going up to Sturgis on your digital Harley. Yeah, right. I think that's it. Or like, yeah, I actually think you nailed it. Probably that is. Ah <laughs> oh, man. What about you? What about I you? Know, I know. I've been. I I just saw it to ask this right before we started recording. So I'm trying to think of mine. Uh, probably. Uh, Do you think you go all Walden on us and just go to a just go out in uh in some uh some rural area for a while? Yeah, I could see that happening, like me saying I'm done with the city. Uh, yeah. I, in in fact, it'll probably be mostly talk and then me not doing anything. <laughs> That's probably well, what my mid, midlife crisis is. If that happens, you be. come over and I'll install Walden, the game, and you can play that <laughs> virtual reality. <laughs> what's, what's Joe doing over there? He's sitting and looking at a pond. <laughs> that book is... I've got I got takes on that book, by the way, and none of them. Are uh, no good. one's listening to this podcast for takes on that. <laughs> that <laughs> Just so is you know, BS. Uh, and uh, I, I'm thinking I could see myself. Um, I, man, I, I like a lot of the things I could see myself doing. I, there's no way I'll be able to afford. Like I could see myself getting really into boats. Okay, being, becoming a boat guy, just being like I'm going to live on a boat on Lake Michigan. That's yeah, naughty, now. naughty, naughty boy, Joe. <laughs> the the nautical lad. <laughs> I I bet what it'll end up being is something like I become a vegetarian or something like that. What's wrong with that? Terrible. Oh, all right. That's a good thing to do. Why? Why? Wait. What? All right. Let's offend some people. What's wrong with being a vegetarian? <laughs> I would rather if you like, like if, like if someone's like, I'm not gonna drink anymore, and I'd be like, oh, that's good. You should do that. That's like a really, that's a really, a uh, good thing to do. You're you're making a change for the better. You're right. You don't need alcohol. You're correct. But if you're like, I don't need meat, I'd be like, Ugh, okay, fine. Now you just became a, like a, a guest that's difficult. <laughs> So your your first thought for for when I decide to make a dietary change is how it's gonna affect you. Yes. Ugh now because when we go out you're not affecting anything else. Now when we go out for pizza, I can't get pepperoni on it. Yeah, I'm like, oh we gotta get some nonsense for Joe here. He can't <laughs> not- have any meat. Yeah, he can't have any meat. Get Why oh no, pizza. oh no, oh no, why can't he have meat? Uh he just doesn't want to. Oh, so he, he so he can, so he can right? No, he he just doesn't want to though. That's why. <laughs> He's just decided to make a stand on this. This is the thing. It's so ridiculous. Uh, I'm so excited for this to come out because everyone listening, no one is going to be on your side. Not a single soul is going to be like, I'm with Rob. Super selfish of Joe to become a vegetarian and stupid. <laughs> Hey, I just it's, have it's views. raining in Antarctica right now. 
someone does a small, it would maybe do a small thing to help the environment. And Rob's like, ugh, how are we going to order pizza now? <laughs> you can, you if, can do If Joe can comes do. over, uh, he, he'll probably bring something himself that he'll eat. Like ride meal. a bike or something, but still enjoy <laughs> a sandwich from time to time. I don't know. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm getting, I'm digging a hole deeper. But um, at least my hole is full of meats. <laughs> Gosh, heaven for what if I said I'm just gonna become a vegan? Oh God, I would be done. <laughs> that's a. That's you, yeah, you just every time I come over, I just look out at your egg slave chickens in your yard disapprovingly. <laughs> yeah, like all those chickens look really sad. Like, no, they aren't. They're really happy chickens. Um, How do you know that, they're happy? But, well, they're not unhappy. <laughs> chickens always seem miserable to me, actually. They, what? No, they seem- don't. They seem delightful. They're delightful little dinosaurs. I th- I'm with Werner, Werner Herzog on chickens. They're the very bottom depth of natural stupidity and uselessness. No, that's not true. Chickens and are... they're cruel animals. Absolutely, they are to each other. Cruel. To each other, though. Well, that oh, okay, that's it. Well, they can't be <laughs> cruel to anything else because they're useless. I don't, I don't appreciate these chicken, this chicken slander. <laughs> Do you have anything it else, was, vegan it was Joe? Speculative chicken slander. I'm not actually going to become a vegan. I love cheese. I'm a Wisconsin guy. Yeah, you like uh, things that are... No, no, that's just... That's enough. Okay, okay. Well, you know, this was going well, and then I thought, oh, maybe this will just be a short little episode, and I won't embarrass myself, but... Um, <laughs> you didn't embarrass yourself. It didn't I mean, happen, and guess what? I'm but... taking taking none of it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, Minute 107. Yay.